I'm talking. Episode 50 for March 31st, 2019. This is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast, where I share my thoughts on a topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, I'm talking Showtime. This week, Apple held a special event called Showtime, where they announced some new services that they will be offering in the not-too-distant future. And since I am such an Apple fanboy, I thought I would spend a few minutes on my microcast telling you what I thought of what they announced. The first service I want to talk about is Apple News Plus. I have used Apple News for quite a while. It is the aggregator of sorts that I use when I go to bed to just read up on the news. I'm able to go in and and let the app know what news I'm interested in and be able to see the latest stories. So I enjoy using that app as I just read casually the news of the day and basketball and other sports and technology and religion, those kind of things that are interest to me. And the Apple News Plus is a subscription service that not only gives me the things that I have been reading to this point, but adds in a number of magazines that might be of interest, as well as articles from some newspapers, national newspapers, Um, But I am not that much of a news person, so the month that they give me free, I will be trying, but more likely than not, in fact, probably 100% sure, I will be canceling that subscription as this service is not something that is in my field of expertise or desire. Overall, I think it's a pretty good service. I heard from others in the community that There are too many limitations, but if you are a news person and like some control over the news you get and also like your privacy, I think Apple News Plus is a good way to go. The next thing I want to talk about is the Apple TV Plus, and this is the streaming service that Apple will be bringing to market sometime in the fall. And I think it may be a good service. It'll be up to the people that watch and pay for the service to decide if it's worth their time or money. I know that they have a number of high-profile actors that will be bringing content to the service for Apple, and they have hired some good people to run this service, so it may turn out to be something that is worthwhile. They did not, however, announce a price, so it's hard to say if it's worth the money for me, as at the moment, I already pay for Netflix and then also pay for cable TV. So there are a number of things that I get from those two services that feed my need for watching content, entertainment content. So we'll have to wait and see. I will definitely try Apple TV Plus, especially if it's free, but not sure if that will be a service that I will pay for ongoing. The other thing that I thought was wrapped up in that announcement that seemed even more interesting was the Apple Channels. And I'm not 100% sure how that works, but I really like the Apple TV app. And the Apple TV Channels uh, gives me a little more control over what I watch. Maybe the ability to single sign-on for a lot of different 
hire in services or pay for services like HBO, Showtime, those kind of things. So it'll be interesting to see when that is available, if I like that service and if it may be something additional that I may have to pay for. The third announcement I want to talk about is Apple Arcade. I'm not a huge gamer, but the idea of having a number of games that looks like they're going to be between two and 300 games on this service that I can play for a single monthly fee may be something that might be of interest, but probably not. I have a few games that I like to play on my iPhone and a couple games on Apple TV, and I've paid for those already and not sure if I will have that much interest in playing games on all these platforms that would draw me into a monthly subscription service. So I know my son enjoys playing games, and this is something that really drew his attention. But again, it's not coming out until maybe sometime in the fall, so we will have to wait and see exactly what that entails. The last service that they announced in the event is a new credit card, the Apple Card. And at the moment, I don't have a credit card at all and haven't had one for quite some time. Not sure I could even get approved for a credit card, but I do like what Apple's doing with this service. And if I was going to get a credit card, I would probably lean toward getting the Apple card. Maybe because I'm an Apple fanboy, but it also offers some nice benefits for those of us who live in the Apple world as it gives cash back for Apple purchases. And a lot of times those are my biggest purchases as well as the services that I pay for now, um, Apple Music being one that I would be able to get cash back on. I think that some of the security that's built into the card is, is very good and something that is new. The actual physical card that you will need because Apple Pay is not used everywhere does not have an expiration date does not have a credit card number on it and does not have the CVV code on the back. And just those things alone, I think, make the card more secure. The other aspects of the card that that are available on the iPhone, showing you your balance, showing you what your interest looks like based on the size of payment that you might want to make, actually gives you a better picture of the financial health of that particular credit card. If I were to get another credit card, as I hope that I've learned in my lifetime from the debt that I've accumulated, it would be a card that I would not carry any amount on, but would pay off every month. The other thing that the card allows is regular payments, not just monthly, but you can set it up to pay weekly, maybe even more often. I'm not 100% sure. And another item we'll have to wait for as this will not be available till sometime this summer. A small editorial note inserted here. I forgot to mention that the physical Apple card is actually made from titanium. To wrap up my assessment of the event, I really enjoyed it. I watched it all the way through. But there are a few things that stood out to me. Um, one is that it seems like Apple is moving away from the iDevices, although they are still carrying that moniker in their legacy products. But going into the future, it looks like we're going to get Apple 
devices, maybe Apple services, the Apple Watch, you've got Apple Pay, you've all these things that are actually using the Apple logo to define the service seems to be a change. The other thing that we don't know is the cost. The only thing that is released immediately is Apple News at $9.99 a month, $9.99 a month. And so I think others are going to assume that the additional services, Apple TV Plus and the Apple Arcade may be similarly priced, but Apple didn't talk about that. The other thing that they didn't talk about is trying to bundle some of these services. So if you are interested in all of them, maybe you can get them for this price. Or if you're interested in just a few of them, maybe you can pick and choose and, and get a discount based on how many services you sign up for. Again, these are announcements that probably could have been made and maybe should have been made, but now we're going to have to wait to see what is available as far as bundles. It's interesting to note that Apple's future is changing from a hardware company to a services company, although I don't think it's ever going to change entirely. I think that hardware is always going to be a part of who Apple is because they will want to provide the best hardware for the services to run on. But you can see that services becoming a much more important part of their financial structure as they move forward. It will be interesting to see how Apple manages that and continues to have customers that enjoy services as much as we enjoy their hardware and how they service those customers who are struggling with the service aspect of their business. I look forward to all of these events because as I said, I'm an Apple fanboy, always interested to see where they're going and if they are able to maintain their level of performance that I've come to expect over the years. I know this microcast ended up being a little bit longer than my normal ones. I thank you for sticking it out if you listen to the very end. And until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast.